0: What is
1: going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy podcast. Today is episode number 67.
0: Seven. We can count
1: 67 big boy numbers. numbers. Uh, and over the weekend, me, me and ever, there was just one thing on our minds. There was just a big number that just stuck, stuck, uh, struck us right in the face. Uh, 97% of everyone watching this is not subscribed. So go like and subscribe right now. Go do it right now. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Big red button, click it. Like button, click
0: it. You want more Waterboy content? More click Waterboy analytics? It, it, click it. All right. More Waterboy shorts?
1: Subscribe. Click it. There you go. Thank you. All right. Let's get into the uh. Let's get into the episode. All right, uh, Everett. A horrible weekend for us. A horrible weekend for us in you terms could, of the you NFL. You can put it
0: that way. Um, a little oh, bit before, more than we, horrible.
1: We both experienced. Yeah awful horrible losses in polar opposite ways
0: and i just experienced you, a horrible letdown really
1: they give you completely different feelings afterwards but they both the two worst losses of the week of course happened to both of our teams so so yeah there, there's that but we're, we're, we're gonna save the the nfl for the end but other than the nfl a little teaser though it was a great weekend to be a trojan it was a great weekend to be a usc fan Taken down UCLA. And I didn't think the game was going to live up to all that hype. I really didn't think it was going to be as great as it was. But in the second half, like late second quarter, when the defenses just stopped playing, oh my God. Th- that's all you could that ask. That
0: second for. half was that's just all unbelievable. For. All you could ask for. And, and you know like a big game, big game.
1: Big game <laughs> so.
0: We were talking about that, like one of our, because um, I'll just state that people can't. Uh, read properly um, or count properly. One of our TikToks right now is is blowing up based off of a, a um, proposition, a projection I had a CJ Stroud for last week. Uh, obviously rivalry week is in full swing. So Michigan fans are now angry and they can't count properly either. So they're thinking that the projections for next week and they're also talking slightly,
1: about- Slightly off from, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're also just talking about how me saying the Heisman candidacy for for CJ Stroud is just wildly inaccurate, and there people are dropping Caleb Williams. Uh, we basically said, and there's it's on record of you saying that the winner of Michigan and Ohio State, uh, they will win the Heisman Trophy. either CJ Stroud or Blake Corum, but after um, last week's UCLA USC game, Caleb Williams is coming into into picture right now. He could be a sneaky, just depending on the way this this week. I'm gonna go over it later play. in
1: a sec, but uh, yeah, I, I think he should be the favorite right now, and it I actually don't think it's up to the winner of Ohio State Michigan. I think it now depends on winner of that game and winner of USC Notre Dame and how well the players play. I think all of it's now. I think it's now a race. Also, before keep I didn't really think it was, but now. It is. It is. Notre
0: Dame is an eight and three team, but as of late, they've been playing way better than an eight and three team. So no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna be getting. Uh, into it's gonna that be also, a tough. So,
1: but uh, we're I'm not, we're not not doing much preview today. More of a reaction to the weekend.
0: Uh, yeah this this week's episode schedule is it's in flux. We've got a special a special episode special coming out special on, episode. on on Thursday. So our our kind of weekly schedule for episodes is it gonna it's a little off it's a little off yeah slightly off but
1: uh everett uh we're recording this on monday november 21st opening day or i guess day two of the world cup uh and you know everett's repping uh the boys right now love to see it red white and blue uh so earlier in the game you know of course captain america Pulsic linking up with timothy Wea hidden le- a nice little cheeky little goal don't forget don't forget Started that they almost the had half.
0: they almost had an own goal on wales too very early on uh they were they were looking like they were going to take the lead there too
1: no yeah i mean based off the first half i thought like holy shit we're actually about to win like 2 3 nil. but obviously it didn't happen uh all, all i got to say though second half I'm, i i don't actually know shit about soccer but that penalty hey, man, call late patriotism. that penalty call late in the game was just straight bullshit match fixing by the ref. There was no contact, uh no contact to the head or neck area, nor was there a lowering of the crown by the defensive player. It was definitely not targeting, should have been a no penalty. <laughs> I don't know why they called that a penalty. It was completely clean. There was no targeting.
0: I, I, I will also add that that like there was I believe it was a massive shove onto uh a, on Wales onto Pulsich. Um that they just ruled that was completely clean which is complete bs i mean like, there
1: was like both sides pretty shit ref, but it's just like i it was like god damn zero like, what the hell is going I mean, on i mean i mean it, like, it, it was it was early
0: in the it was late in the first half too. whales like the ball was going out of bounds and a whales player shoved a u.s player into touching the ball and the ball went out like just little things you know
1: it, it's the little things but i mean at the end of the day it's like the second half the u.s played like a bunch of little
0: yeah, I, I, I did expect, bus and they, I did expect
1: babying up, turtling up. And I was like, <laughs> God, if you, I mean, obviously you can't just be like, well, why don't you just play like you were in the first half? But like, part of me was like, yeah, just play like you were in the first half.
0: Like I also like, I expected, I don't really know much about soccer, but I, I expected, uh, and yes, it is soccer. I expected Wales to play a lot more on ball, like, way more aggressive. Like, they basically turned up the, uh, the, the button in FIFA. They turned it from normal to highly aggressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, High, I can't, like I can't really give you any insight when it comes to that. But, yeah, that, that was my no. take on a little cup. Uh, wasn't targeting. Uh, but, okay, uh, college football, Everett, uh, horrible news. So, we're recording this on Monday, but some, some big leaks and rumors just came out that will be officially, I mean, be going up tomorrow. officially announced tomorrow morning that EA Sports... Is announcing that NCAA football will be delayed until 2024. The only reaction I have ever is, God damn it. God damn it, EA.
0: Can't have anything nice.
1: I mean, I know EA has the NFL deal and they have the license for that, but they still have it for college too? Like, I mean, 2K NCAA, NCAA 2K, come on. Now that, that'd be something.
0: 2K would, I know 2K would do that. That right. story
1: mode would be hilarious. Literally
0: all, I know 2K accept they would accept money
1: do- from a bag <laughs> man, gets suspended <laughs> your first year.
0: <laughs> it would be so funny.
1: It'd be hilarious. I, I hope they do something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past 2K, but just disappointing. But I mean, I, I don't expect anything anything less from don't EA expect
0: States. anything less from ea sports the money grabbing corporation that we all know and love to hate because they make every single video game we play absolutely dog shit
1: yeah you know not not a good look not what i wanted definitely not. Like, you know, I, want I
0: just it's just i fully expect this game to be worse because they have an extra year to work work on it rather than being better i think the longer the game is in ea's hands the worse it gets through the development cycle
1: <laughs> potentially so uh we'll, well i mean we'll see what happens i mean maybe they redeem themselves just i'm not betting on it but
0: terrible I mean, disappointment we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see terrible. another year actually so who's going to be the cover athlete then
1: i don't know i like they can make it current they can make it i guess at the time to college football players because they can get The cover
0: uh, athlete should so be every single that. athlete that was not able to be on an NCAA game for the last. Well now, years. It,
1: well now they'd have be to like put 12. ten people on. <laughs> it's gotta it's be been there. ten years since NCAA fourteen, so.
0: So maybe that's I mean, what they're doing. Number. They
1: want it to be an even ten,
0: an even an even decade from
1: f- instead of going from fourteen to twenty three. Just go. My God, to it's been a decade.
0: It'll be Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe maybe Marvin on. You know.
1: Well, he won't be in college for that twenty twenty-four
0: season. Or uh, I guess he's eligible after next year, right? It, it
1: it wouldn't it wouldn't even be Quinn Ewers or Caleb Williams. It it would be um Arch Manning.
0: Arch Manning. <laughs> it Manning. will be Arch Manning.
1: Arch Manning. Book it right now. Cover of NCAA football twenty twenty-four. Oh my god, what if they delayed it? So Arch Manning. So Arch Manning can be it. now I'm the conspiracy. N I L deal. N I L deal now for they all NCAA. rolled A. Now even, you might be onto something. I I didn't even even think that. bigger now. Ever now I actually you that might nil, be NIL a, deal for the cover. Of on online. the cover of it. Holy shit! Nil deal. You 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 fucking nip that shit out.
0: I actually kind of think that's potentially on. It the could be it. Low key, not even low key. Like high key, high mid key, mid key. Could no, be. just key. Yeah, just key. Just key. Just yeah, key. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and find out. But all right. That might okay, be a good Ever.
0: clip right there. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah. No. I
0: mean, we'll, we'll see. But
1: okay. College football recap time, Everett. Timer.
0: Ever. Oh yes. 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 <coughs> oh God. All right. Uh, are you gonna do uh, better than 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 last week? Because we we kind of had a doozy last week. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Gonna do good. It's good. It's gonna be
1: way better this week. Also, that new timer, talk about a retention time king. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially on YouTube. We just got our most viewed YouTube short off, literally, in my opinion, big the timer. 30 second timer. I swear that was the reason. That was the reason. But no, I mean, big brain, big brain moves. But all right. Tell me, tell me. Waterboy right
0: analytics. Uh, three, two, one
1: go last saturday was a reminder to everyone that college football is the craziest and most unpredictable sport on earth tennessee got bludgeoned by spencer rattler in south carolina tcu barely pulled off a last second field goal over baylor to stay undefeated georgia did not look like the clear-cut best team in the country against kentucky ohio state and michigan both struggled against maryland and illinois before their undefeated matchup next week but the usc-ucla game lived up to all the hype in an instant classic shootout
0: You had three seconds left.
1: Got through that shit quick. I tried adding more stuff also when I was going over that. There was literally no other game that I cared about that would have been noteworthy about the last week before conference championship.
0: We we embarrassed SMU on national TV.
1: But it was on Thursday. Time
0: has passed so long. It's a little long you know, we'll just have I, to do it again on on, on this on this Friday. It's gotta fun.
1: you know, we, we gotta be topical with these posts, Everett. Yeah, so I got it. I got it. It's but, under, yeah. I understand. I understand. Uh first thing that I, I want to start with before I want to talk about you. Oh UCF. oh you know
0: what? You, you know what you forgot?
1: UCF got embarrassed by Navy. Oh yeah, that was
0: that was At, that was that pretty happened.
1: that was pretty funny, not gonna lie. That was pretty bad. That was that was pretty without bad.
0: Navy throwing they didn't complete a pass the whole game. They had one pass attempt and maybe one
1: yeah no what wasn't wasn't the greatest look but yeah okay uh first thing i want to say uh rest in peace tennessee it was a great season uh i personally was rooting for tennessee i i I made a talk a while ago saying america deserves see tennessee versus ohio state in the college football playoff that won't be happening uh it's brutal, 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 brutal to be a Tennessee fan right now. And Hennon Hooker tore his ACL out for the season. Prayers up, brother. Hoping for you to get better. Obviously, you hate to see, us, especially for guys also, as everyone is well aware by now, a little bit older than your typical college quarterback. Definitely will harm his draft stop hopefully it doesn't mm. do with that but i
0: love i think he, Hooker's a ball is before he's the season going to on was one of round. his biggest cheerleaders so he's going to go in the sixth round
1: That's no like i it. i think he's definitely going to drop heavily now but damn i i really really like him as a player a lot i did not like to see that but good guy though. yeah brutal brutal to be a tennessee fan and in, in, in my opinion one of the most brutal ways it kind of shows how vicious and brutal the sport of college football is they they got that number one that first number one seed in the college football rankings were undefeated and then the wheels just came rolling off immediately
0: they came out. more than rolling dude like they they exploded off the car yeah mm-hmm. for a lack of words <laughs> I don't Yeah, really but know.
1: brutal just very very rough to be a tennessee fan uh, North Carolina also got upset. Drake may rip, rip his Heisman hopes. Those are done for. Uh,
0: but- I also just want to shout out everybody who was talking about how Drake May is like the Heisman favorite on our TikToks. Um, yeah, shut up.
1: Yeah. Uh, worry about, what was it? Georgia Tech first? Yeah. yeah. But okay. Uh, this is a nice mini segue into USC UCLA. We'll talk a little Heisman talk. So last okay. week, I'll be honest, I did not think. I, I kind of thought, okay. I, I'll i be honest, I kind of thought you said I was going to beat USC last week and so with that, I was kind of thinking like, eh, Caleb probably won't be in the Heisman race. It'll be just be down to Stroud and Quorum. Uh, but, we see Blake Quorum with his knee injury ACL which I still think he's playing. We're going to save that for the next episode, but obviously that's going to impact hit Like that's just obviously going to impact his play in mm-hmm. his biggest game of season against Like that's the biggest, biggest game, game of his game. career. We talk about Heisman moments. We talk about performing on the biggest stage when everyone's watching. That's, that's when you really make your Heisman statement <laughs> when you really show up in those games. And if Blake Corm's not going to be a hundred percent in that. That's obviously going to harm his Heisman chances, but I still think he's playing in that game. Anyway, after what Caleb did to, to like lead USC over UCLA, Oh yeah, he is should be and is to a lot of uh like betting a lot websites. Of, a lot of people He's besides Vegas now, and I think it's I think it makes sense. He should be the favorite right now. And to be he completely the second honest, best odds, uh, I'm way Vegas. more confident in Caleb Williams putting up like 400 yards and three touchdowns next week against Notre Dame than I am Ohio State against Michigan. Like I'm way more confident in Caleb doing that. However, we're we're gonna save this for next week too, or next episode too. But Notre Dame's a way, way different team than they were uh the team that lost to Marshall and Stanford earlier this year. Uh so I mean Notre Dame really should be 10 and one right now. God damn it. And they would look so good on Ohio State's record. Oh my god. But whatever. 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 And Notre God, if Notre Dame was 10 and one, they'd have a really 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 good argument to be in the playoff too especially right now after tennessee lost if they
0: beat if they beat US- usc too yes they would uh-huh they would be and <clears throat> I clemson
1: what if notre dame could could potentially lose to ohio state the big 10 champ and then beat the acc and pac-12 champ like that could have been could have been their that could have been their resume and they definitely would have got in I, I,
0: I texted I texted you this uh yesterday I believe damn Notre I said I said that because USC beat UCLA because of that game yeah if USC beats Notre, Notre Dame this week hold on let me if USC beats Notre Dame this week <laughs> yeah the loser of Michigan Ohio State will be out of the playoffs USC will be the four seed one, yeah, two, and, and one two and one two three four Georgia Ohio yeah, State. Let's,
1: let's not even TCU, conjure the thought USC. of USC losing the Pac twelve championship game. That's just not even an option. There. and also I just want to say UCLA, uh, Notre Dame and Oregon is like the toughest stretch in USC's schedule. They just got through the first leg. They got two more to go. Obviously, I'm and, and, my and most likely Caleb's a, a repeat. Right now, and the defense stepped up when they needed to.
0: <laughs> Most most likely a repeat mass matchup with Oregon, unless you know Washington beats the breaks off of um... USC hasn't played Oregon this year yet. No, oh they haven't. Mm. Okay, so then I guess not a repeat match. USC but... their one loss was to Utah, but Oregon just beat Utah. Utah, Utah it was it Utah's was it was, a, it was a one now. There it was yeah. a one score game though, like like one point. Right, they lost USC by one. they actually clinched the Pac-12.
1: Last week because they're playing Notre Dame next week and they're not in the pack so USC already yeah. clinched pack 12 but yeah okay but but uh, still
0: USC needs only if they, if they lose another game then they're not making it no but, no, I'm no, saying, yeah, no, but it's like if they yeah, if they yeah. win they will make it
1: but yeah for like my 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 quick little Heisman thoughts it's like if if Caleb Williams beats Notre Dame Caleb <laughs> USC beats Notre Dame's and then Caleb essentially Williams puts it is up just four hundred yeah essentially but if he puts up four 400 yards again it, it doesn't even need to be five touchdowns it could be two touchdowns as long as it's just 400 yards again and they win i think just based on that he should be the favorite like and i think there's a pretty good chance that happens so let's say that happens for cj to win the heisman he literally needs to superman superman performance Carry like have a Heisman moment against Michigan, maybe. But in order for that to happen, Caleb I is say Ohio State win, which what is what I'd rather see.
0: Caleb Williams has had his Heisman moment. They, that game last week, the USC UCLA game, that game was his no, Heisman yeah, game. But he has
1: an opportunity to do it.
0: Again. But let me let me finish. Let me finish. Caleb Williams has his Heisman moment from the USC UCLA game. C.J. Stroud does not yet have his Heisman moment. No, he that, not that yet is had true. His Heisman but the game. thing is
1: like he's, he's done, I mean, a pretty pretty poor, well, he could have had a Heisman moment against Penn State didn't, so went 0 for one. but I'm saying, no Dame, well, really early in the season, that's not a Heisman moment.
0: What I'm saying is that shifts the argument. You you kind of you kind of need to have, have.
1: opportunities, to have Heisman moments again. No no no, no.
0: I, I I I know that. And I'm not saying that that like this week C J Stroud needs to have his Heisman moment, and if he doesn't, Caleb Williams already has that. Caleb Williams already already has that. No pattern, yeah, right? I, I Williams... definitely think
1: it's Caleb's Heisman to lose. But C J has a bigger platform to perform yes. on next week. So yes, but, like no, but I'm saying like. If Ohio State drops sixty on Michigan, which I don't think will happen, but if that like then yeah, CJ's one like that's that's locked up, brother.
0: I don't yeah, think yeah I happen. I agree I agree with that. I am more so was just looking at what's already been completed besides what has yet to happen.
1: No, yeah, but I mean, also it's just like if you just think about like if you just look at like stats and numbers, it's like Caleb's like last four games.
0: unreal unreal
1: but yeah okay let's talk usc ucla real quick uh most important and meaningful game last 15 years lived up to all the hype oh my god uh everett fun fact first fun fact there were 1162 total yards of offense in this game (laughs) no defense played no defense played oh oh yeah Oh, absolutely no defense played in this one. Uh, And going into this game, I wasn't sure how USC would stop UCLA's run game. Uh, But in the second half... That was the answer. They didn't. They they didn't. But in the second half, in situational specific moments, they did get really big stops, which I literally haven't seen all year.
0: They got pressure.
1: They got pressure. No, no, no. The pass rush was very good. It's just the run defense is just... Terrible. A uh, nightmare the whole year. (laughs) But there was a healthy amount of, like, one or two-yard, three-yard carries in that second half to, like, stall uh, or, like, halt the UCLA drives, get them off schedule, where it's, like, I did not think we'd be able to do that. And we did. And that helped a lot. And DTR's hand not being able to, like, grip it definitely helped having them in third and longs, even though DTR could just run around our players and just pick it up with his legs, but whatever, that's not...
0: It is just hard to run it even with your quarterback when you have such a little time left on the clock.
1: No, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Now, we're going to talk about Caleb and DTR a little bit more, but I want to shout out Austin Jones. Transfer running back from Stanford, thrust it into the starting running uh, running back role last week after Travis Dye got hurt, and he was outstanding, okay? 120 yards, two touchdowns. Offensive line also played their ass off. Offensive line blocking was so good. Like, oh my god, beautiful. But I want to shout out uh Austin Jones for just suddenly having to just start biggest biggest games of the year for USC. All right, son, you're the running back now. Like, come on, let's ball a performance. Also, I want to
0: just I want to make this statement too, by the way. In the NFL, running backs are the most replaceable position in football. In the NFL. In college. They are one of the most difficult positions to replace so in, so and important. to do well. They are so important yeah. in college. Uh-huh. It is so difficult to have a good running back and having a good running back on your team in college makes an incredible difference with how good your team will be.
1: like it, it's like in college, it's just like individual players have an opportunity to like shine more. So it's like when you just have an impact guy at running back, it's like that. They when they can make two guys miss like like that's the such average a big the
0: average running like having a running back like every running back in the NFL can make men miss every running back in the NFL like yeah they yeah. they they all can do basically the same thing minus the very top echelon of Dalvin Cook Alvin Kamara yeah, yeah, yeah like those like the freak top athletes. right yeah, the freak yeah. athletes Derrick Henry right you can't replicate size like that kind of thing yeah, but you yeah, can replicate yeah. skill set for the most part. Mm-hmm. In college, you can't do that. There's no comparison for those starting running backs. If you have a starting running back in college football that is like athletic, like like he deserves to be there, your team instantaneously is fifty times better because you have that running back.
1: Yeah, I, like I would say th- the uh, difference. From obviously, the Ohio State perspective. I think uh, Ohio the, the State fans clearly saw the difference uh, when Hayden came in over Trevion. And we had a running back that actually ran, you know, north and south. Like, like that helps to pick up yards. When
0: you Chad said, forward. and we agree with him, Chad's argument <laughs> the trenches are the most important thing to college football. I'd argue the second most important thing behind them is a running back.
1: Perhaps. Uh, I would, I'd personally have to go with quarterback. That's just me. See, but but
0: here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can argue that. And then we can look at games like we saw this weekend where teams didn't. Throw the ball at all, and they still beat top programs. Well, well, in college well I, I
1: mean, it's well. I, Everett, my example is take out Georgia last year, who had the greatest defense ever. Every college football champion has had phenomenal.
0: Defense. No, I, I understand that, but but I am still Definitely saying quarterback
1: that, over running back. Come on, I am
0: still, I am still saying that teams <laughs> running are running back to still very without, important. Without I like great, the point. I'm still I'm still with you.
1: I'm still with you. Don't get me wrong. But I we got to give that one to the QB. Come on. Give that, but okay. Anyway, speaking about quarterbacks, uh, before I go kind of fanboy over Caleb Williams, I want to shout out DTR absolute baller. Okay, last year when he signed a USC fans football in the end zone after he scored a rushing touchdown, like in the second quarter in the Coliseum, that was one of the coldest moments I've ever watched in person seeing DTR sign a USC fans football. Okay. Even even I had to admit that was that was pretty fucking high. Okay, uh, and in that game, minutes. and in that game on Saturday, DTR was literally, literally putting the team on his back to keep UCLA in the game. Like he hurt that throwing hand early in the game. Like literally after every throw, he was Joel Clat was just distra- he's grimacing so bad. I hate that word, but like you, like you could tell like his hand was bothering him and that's just a football guy move to stay in there tough it out and keep keep you in the game the whole time and he was still making crazy throws
0: it's just i mean an athlete like yeah, yeah. He's just literally just play. a ball player
1: uh but now uh, uh caleb williams uh yeah caleb should be the favorite to win the heisman now should be uh, and he is on a lot of places uh the one thing that really stuck out to me about Caleb was how good he is on the run, evading uh, evading uh, defenders, crea- or extending plays, uh, and just, like, being able to uh, just keep drives going. Like, this man, when when shit breaks down and shit hits the fan, he just runs in, like, circles, kind of like Kyler Murray. I'm not comparing him to Kyler, but it's, like, it reminds me of that and how the, he just, like, runs in circles, like a little... Tiny him, of a mouse
0: Russ, around. Russ kind of does the same thing. Yeah, but
1: he just evades all the defenders, just makes stupid throws on the run, just extending drives. And I wish, I wish CJ Stroud was a little, had a little more capability and athleticism I have, to him.
0: CJ Stroud doesn't. CJ Stroud doesn't do it all the time, but through looking for highlights of him
1: recently, he's actually been
0: he's been doing of it a lot. lot. Like I've seen a lot of times where. The pressure comes in and he runs out to the side and makes a running throw, or he runs out you the side. a lot more. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah, then he yeah. runs back out. And like, I think that that skill set's going to be very useful come playoff time.
1: No, yeah. I I do think, though, Caleb's just a little, little, little. Oh, no. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb's,
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> Caleb's way more athletic than C. Oh, my Scott. God.
1: Like what Caleb was doing, <laughs> just running circles around the UCLA guys. And also, part of me was thinking, just damn, if UCLA had some skill guys, like, geez. That game, that game would have been because I I did not know any, I'm not sure if they have any NFL draft prospects at skill UCLA the or USC? UCLA. I I if DTR I, I think I might have misspoke there, but if DTR had some weapons, like that game could have gone differently. Like you thank, thank as agree. a Jordan
0: Addison. I agree with that. I agree with that.
1: No, yeah. But that that's kind of all I had on that game. Uh what what else you got? on college football
0: um okay so i actually had a question for you and this is something i'm going to ask you now rather than um save it for thursday i saw a picture the other day of ohio state their equipment staff taping over the ohio state helmets i was going to bring this up in
1: the episode later but
0: and and yellow tape to make michigan helmets so why why do they do that like what's, so, what's the point of that
1: i i was gonna explain it on the next episode but screw it i'll just do it now so ohio state michigan week ohio state has a lot of many many traditions uh just for the week leading up to the game things that they do on campus so first big tradition is every single m on the campus they will get a uh, red tape and put an x over it every single m so if there's a building with an M, somebody's got a ladder up there, put a tape over it. If there's a bunch of statues with tiny little writing, tiny little X's on each little M on like literally every M on the campus will be covered up with X's. And I'm pretty sure that starts today, Monday. Uh, And that's just a school-wide thing. That's not like a football only thing. That's everywhere on campus. In terms of a football team itself, so they have a ton of traditions. So Sunday tradition, uh, have a team captain like lead the band or like a senior. It was CJ for this year, but he like qualifies as a senior, whatever. Uh, But the cool one that you're referring to is the helmets. So scout team players for the uh, Michigan game wear uh, the disgusting, fucking gross maze. And I'm not even going to give them the credit of saying it correctly disgusting yellow and shitty blue helmets with their crappy little wing things. The scout team wears those helmets and throughout the whole week in the stadium, they're blasting Michigan's fight song. Full volume, as loud as it gets throughout the whole fucking stadium, 24-7, wherever you go. You're just hearing the Michigan fight song. And the whole week, it's all Michigan week, okay? So leading up to this week, there is one period every single day throughout every single Every single practice throughout the year, there's one period called Michigan period, where they run their specific Michigan design shit that is only for the Michigan game. So every single year, Michigan Ohio State whips out a bunch of shit that neither team has seen the entire year, and it's a whole different playbook. It's the funniest shit of all time, actually. Like obviously you got your bread and butter, but Ohio State's gonna whip out some fucking whack ass tight end rollout like shit, and there's gonna be you're literally gonna be like I've never even considered that play in my life and it happens every year and so there's a Michigan period every day where yeah they go over their little gimmicky shit but it's also just like the aggressive fucking hit period like you're hitting someone right now Michigan game especially after last year it's literally that game is about who wants it more whichever team wants to win more wins that game that's that's pretty much how it's been for the past I don't know 15 years that I've been like really really been able to remember every game closely it's just whoever wants to win it more wins the game and so i think especially after last year we're going to find out maybe that loss to michigan was the most important loss for ryan day in his ohio state career cuz that got him to pick it up based off the past
0: couple of weeks
1: we can't say that with confidence. Maybe he's just he been saving around.
0: it. Maybe he's just been saving everything. That's for- what I'm
1: hoping. Ever- That's what I'm fucking hoping.
0: But I'm not gonna lie. It, it does. It does kind of sound like they live rent free in each other's heads.
1: So yeah. Uh, uh, we're. To be honest, we've been talking about college football a lot. I, I might. Say we'll
0: transition, good. but there's one thing that I know you wanted to say and specifically. I want
1: to do, do my college football rankings too. So.
0: And um, so let's do both of those. Okay. So real quick. And I'll set this up for you. <clears throat> we wanted you wanted to specifically talk about the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry.
1: Yeah, so this is no shit talking or anything. I'm actually giving a lot of respect to Michigan here. So first thing about the Ohio State Michigan rivalry, although I I hate Michigan with my life, I respect the shit out of Michigan. Okay, uh, especially this year. Past past couple years, I haven't. Not gonna lie, but especially this year, like. You respect your rival in this rivalry, okay? Michigan respects Ohio State. Ohio State respects Michigan. We both hate each other. Don't get that part wrong, but there's respect on each side, okay? You don't see Ohio State and Michigan fighting in the tunnels. You see that with Michigan State because there's zero respect there, okay? That's the difference. But that's the first thing. Okay, second thing, Ohio State and Michigan is the greatest rivalry in all of sports, Okay. It is the only rivalry that truly lasts 365 days a year. Okay. Everybody who's an Ohio State fan and everybody who's a Michigan fan literally wakes up every morning, especially after a year where they lost the game. You wake up every morning only wanting to beat Ohio or beating Michigan. Okay. That's the only thing on your mind. That's it. Also, okay, that the first point, just how big it is 365 days a year. My next point, okay, Ohio State-Michigan is such a great and storied rivalry that I'm not afraid to admit that Michigan lives rent-free in my head, okay? Every morning, especially after last year, I literally wake up and one of my first thoughts is, God damn it, we need to beat Michigan this year. I cannot lose to Michigan again. I cannot take another year of losing to Michigan. I just can't do it. I literally think that almost every morning. And the amount of times I've seen 42-27, I don't even want to count. But it's every every single day that hatred is there. Every single day, okay? There literally is not a day of the year where I don't think of Michigan or Ohio State and that rivalry game in some fashion. So it's a 365-day rivalry, okay? It's truly, truly uh, built on hatred but also respect. Okay, you don't, see, you don't see bad, bad shit going on. Obviously, there's shit talking, but nothing horrible, horrible. You don't see Steelers, Bengals trying to kill each other on the field. But yeah, the, that, that, that was uh, that's my opinion on why it's the greatest rivalry in all
0: sports. Yeah, I can't say I've seen uh, Antonio Brown cleating one of your kickers in the face or vice versa. So
1: No, no, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, though, that is one of my favorite NFL moments of all time. But yeah, okay that's what I got on cultural ball okay real quick gonna give my college football playoff rankings before the NFL recap and then we're we're gonna get into the depressing part of the episode but okay College ball playoff rankings Everett uh I a lot of things are gonna change up after last week Tennessee losing Oregon uh no Oregon won't, Not Oregon Tennessee losing uh fuck who's who's the other top ten team Oh, Utah, I guess Utah was in that 10 spot. Okay. Well, anyway, fuck it. I got my list. I, I'm not looking at last week's. All right. Here's my uh, update. I'm giving my top 10 this week because, like, the first the first four is, like, kind of predictable. I don't think anything's changing. No surprise there. But, all right. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, LSU, USC, Alabama, Clemson, Penn State, or, no, Washington. That's my top 10. <coughs> Even with Oregon beating Utah. So yeah, Oregon beat Utah, of course, but Washington two weeks ago, okay? Not, not not four weeks ago, not a long time ago, two weeks ago, very recently, went into Oregon and beat them.
0: Yeah, I can't really argue against that. I, like my whole argument is kind of recency bias, obviously based that's on that's as recent reasoning. as it gets. <laughs> that's as recent as it gets. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, It's just
1: they beat them in in Oregon, in Oregon, like that. That's got to carry something, man. Like that's got to matter. Like what?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I can't argue against that.
1: The funny thing is though, Oregon is still ranked ahead of Washington in the Pac-12 because Oregon has only one Pac-12 loss to Washington because their other loss came to Georgia but Washington has two Pac-12 losses so Oregon's still ahead of them Oregon will play in the Pac-12 conference
0: championship so so yeah did, did have they have they only played like how many have they not played like a lot of Pac-12 games
1: no they have there's only one left Oregon's got Oregon State next week which I mean after losing last week shit the 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 wheels of the wagon might really fall off they
0: just they just haven't they just haven't played any of the good teams in the back 12s what it sounds like
1: Oregon yeah it's they lost to UCLA wait no no they didn't lose that was Utah no no yeah they didn't they didn't or they beat they beat UCLA but
0: ah gotcha okay all right go, okay. NFL,
1: time. NFL NFL time. NFL recap we'll get the shit over with uh all right this was this was the one that did really well it wasn't the cultural it was the NFL recap that did really well I was like what that 30 second timer ever? I swear I swear <laughs> to god there's no way the content was great in that last one though.
0: I just I already know what's coming I already know what's coming
1: uh, trust me like I clown my team more than yours. Uh, yes, I would I clown more than yours.
0: All right. Three, two, one, go.
1: Even though most of the game itself was horrible, Marcus Jones had the most exciting play of the weekend with his punt return touchdown. Jalen Hurts and the Birds railed back a, t- a 10 point comeback in Indy to beat the Colts. You'd think the Broncos would beat a team who lost to Jeff Saturday last week, but no, the Raiders got a dub in Broncos country. I don't really care about the result of the Bills-Browns game, but it's just a damn shame that we didn't get to watch that play in a five-foot snow blizzard in Buffalo. And it was a very sad weekend for the Waterboy pod. Everett's Vikings got smoked at home by the Cowboys, and my Chargers ripped my heart out again for the thousandth time in my life.
0: About five seconds over. Yeah, well, I I stuttered on the, the Jalen. I was sweater, I was though. letting that run either way, but that might be a in post uh, redo. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know why the last two weeks you you you've been able to kill the the college football recap and the NFL recap's been a little a little stagnant.
1: I think you guys can see which which sport I was paying a little more close yeah, attention, attention to, to over the weekend, but okay. Uh, some NFL, quick, quick NFL reaction news before we get to this stuff. Kill me. Uh, so first things first, ever the Canadian Football League, Grey cup. So like the Super Bowl, the Canadian Football yeah, League. Yeah, I know. Chad Avenue
0: Kelly. I, Chad, Chad Kelly, Kelly won that. Chad Kelly movie. and yeah, Sean Kelly.
1: Oakman won.
0: Sean Oakman? Like Baylor? Mm-hmm. Damn. So it was worth Is mentioning. He's still big? It was, yeah. He's still a very big
1: human being. But it was worth mentioning. So, yeah. Uh, I didn't know Sean next, Oakman Next thing, uh, quick little shout-out. Jmo Jameson Williams, has returned to practice today. My baby boy. Uh, But, okay, cool stuff. The Jets' coin is still correct, Everett. Okay, the Jets' coin is still right. Okay, they have not gotten a pick wrong. And coming up on this uh, Jets' coin, they have a loss to the Bears next week, and then they go on a five-game winning streak, Everett. Versus uh,
0: one team included. Mine. So,
1: so I, I'm just saying, Everett. Personally, I want this coin to win, but I know if I um if I follow the picks, I will jinx it. So I'm going to purposely fade all of the coins' of picks for the rest of the year with my picks, so it hits.
0: I'm not gonna think, lie. Brain, if shit, you if see that, that record, that? I'm
1: helping out the if coin. that
0: record, even if it's just the regular season record, if that record holds true, that coin has to go to magical. Cancel. No, yeah, it's going no, to Canton. literally. It's like, going to the Hall of Fame. That's
1: that was why the Jets got there. Wasn't Zach Wilson? No, Zach it's Wilson's the coin. teammates. They they won't tell you it was him. I mean, fuck okay, Zach Wilson think, would think quick. it would
0: be him though, because apparently Zach Wilson thinks that having less completions than punts means that you were playing well. That that did game. he
1: actually have less completions than he 10? had
0: nine completions? They punted ten
1: times. Okay, I didn't know it was that. bad. Okay, we we got to talk about what he said after the game so someone asked him with the offense with the defense only giving up three points you guys only scoring three do you feel like you let the defense down
0: and he inter- no no he's like no no other words just he's like no scratch his face and, and there me.
1: were some rumors going around from some like jets insiders saying that that obviously no surprise here pissed off some of his teammates uh oh i oh, would be so,
0: so pissed, pissed. So, so
1: fucking pissed so pissed when josh allen loses he says it's hard to win games when your quarterback plays like shit you know he's like, like josh allen stands up to it takes the loss
0: he goes we would have won if i, I, I if i if i've been able to throw in the ball a little bit better he's like that's me
1: all literally all he had to say was yeah how to play it wasn't up to our expectations there's no way three points is good in his book. Like, get out of here, dude. I like,
0: mean, Zach Wilson funny. does really suck so much ass. Maybe three points is more than what he averages on you. Like, but maybe that bro, was higher than his expectations. Like, he could be higher than what his expectations were. Like, Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: maybe like it'd be really funny. Do you know, you he, know, they it'd average be really funny if he's like no, per that was play a special teams fault for giving up. <laughs> That'd be so funny Her he play. The Jets offense averaged two point seven inches. Per Shut play, 2.7 inches per play.
1: Wait, so yeah, no, they had what like 100 yards.
0: I don't even know if they had 100.
1: No, no, I, I remember Garrett like there was a Garrett, Garrett Wilson after the game was like completely unacceptable performance by the offense. We need to be way better. That was, but it's not going No, uh, it's that was fine.
0: Fully 100. If literally Zach Wilson, you tell me right now, like actually, the Jets, it, reminder, the Jets could have had. Justin Fields could have had JF1. If the Jets have Justin Fields right now... Trey
1: Lance could have just been healthy. Well, now If Trey Lance is on the Jets, he literally (laughs) would be out of the NFL right now with, like... He would have had his leg amputated by now. He played for the
0: Jets. (laughs) If Justin Fields was on the Jets right now, they still have the same record, but holy crap, they're a way better team because that offense can actually function.
1: No, like, literally. Like, they'd actually, like, have a chance... Of winning some playoffs, but this is, this is what I'm saying.
0: I'm, I am saying. Like we can we can go back and look at this in three four months. Zach Wilson will not be the quarterback for the New York Jets after this year. He will not be on the roster for the New York Jets after this well, year. Well, This is the thing and, that a lot of
1: Jets fans were saying: our management's so shitty. He might still be here next year.
0: And the Jets, even if he's still on the roster, the
1: they Jets quarterback is around.
0: The that, Jets quarterback next year will be Derek Carr oh my
1: god I'm personally in in the fandom of Derek Carr to the Colts but I have seen see that as see. well I've seen that as well but I think Robert gonna be the Colts 29 year old plus quarterback <laughs> next year we'll find um on. all right but uh, oh my I, god I, my I think I don't, last I don't stop will be an in Indy before he retires hundred percent
0: oh yeah yeah oh a hundred percent this is where all old quarterbacks go to retire. Literally. It's a retirement yeah. home. Um, yeah, you get one season of them, and then you're They <laughs> might get Mariota after this year. Who knows? Wentz
1: also qualifies as an old half. Jameis? So,
0: yeah. Jameis huh. might be there? Jameis? Jame- Jameis? Jameis might be there. Might be. Andy Dalton might make a resurgence after this year. He might have to there. We'll have to find out, but... Uh, um, okay, one yeah. thing that I wanted okay. to say, though. I mean, Zach Wilson won't be on, on the Jets roster after this year. Um, I was in my car. Listening to the radio because I my car is just terrible and it doesn't automatically switch to my phone, so I was just listening to the radio because I'm too lazy. Okay, yeah. and the Raider co- radio comes up and they're talking about Tom Brady. They specifically so. mention Tom Brady originally going to the Raiders before he signed with the Bucks. Tom oh, Brady wow. had a deal in place, confirmed by both Dana White, UFC, like from UFC. And Rob Gronkowski, that Tom Brady had a
1: done deal. Yes,
0: had a done deal to the Raiders, but John Gruden said no. Tom Brady's contract expires after this season. Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Raiders. I I don't Derek Carr has not been playing well. They have Devontae Adams, they have all the pieces on offense. It's almost looking perfectly set up for Tom Brady to go to Las Vegas and take that team. They don't need a head coach. Tom Tom Brady is always the head head coach. coach. (laughs) He needs somebody to call plays, and that's exactly what Josh McDaniels does. It's not even that he
1: just needs his offensive coordinator to like scout the other defense during the week. And Tom still does the plays and shit, but he just needs you to give him a scout like, the scout. I just,
0: I think, I don't think Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback for the Raiders after this year. And I think that it almost makes sense that, I mean, I'm Tom Brady wants to go to the 49ers, but I don't think that's going to happen. So it almost perfectly makes sense that he's going to end up in Las Vegas. He's going to have an Elvis ending.
1: Oh God! You're you're gonna say he's gonna poop himself to death?
0: Hopefully not that. <laughs> Hopefully not that way. I mean, More so on the brighter side of of that Elvis was, being in was like an interesting thing. celebrity, or well, because he celebrity. had residence. He was like the first residency. No, in, I
1: know, I was kidding, but you know, first the first thing I could think of, a man, shit himself to death. Uh,
0: but rest in peace, Elvis.
1: All right. Speaking about shitting yourself to death, uh, well, let's talk about teams. Um, you want you want to talk about your team first or my team?
0: I'll talk about my team. I'll I'll get it out of the way.
1: Oh oh oh! Actually, I did miss one thing. Oh, you want to roast me first? Okay.
0: No no, I'm oh. I'm still on Zach Wilson. Okay. Um, this is from CBS, uh, NFL and CBS, so it's like, a oh, oh
1: shit yeah no the Chargers suck <laughs> <laughs>
0: they also suck but um this is a comparison between Zach Wilson and Jamarcus Russell the biggest NFL bust in NFL history. Um, Let's hear it. <clears throat> through their first twenty career starts, Zach Wilson. Seventy point seven. Jamarcus Russell had
1: twenty starts.
0: Yes. Wow. Through twenty career starts, Zach Wilson has a seventy point seven passer rating, a thirteen to sixteen uh, TD to interception rating, 556 percent completion percentage, six point three yards per attempt, and a record of eight and twelve. Jamarcus Russell.
1: 8-H. That's how good the Jets are. That's how good Jamarcus the Russell. Is. Oh my
0: God. 70.6 passer rating, so only less by 0.1. An TD to interception ratio of 15 to 13, better. Better. A completion percentage of 52.1, not much lower. It yards worse, per attempt.
1: Different eras, it's, you should be, yards, have a much higher completion percentage.
0: Yards per attempt, 6.2, 0.1 less, and a win loss of 6 and 14. Only two losses less on a well, much the worse Jets.
1: Team. The Jets are, well, the thing is, I'm. I honestly have no idea was on the Raiders when Jamarcus Russell was there I literally cannot think of who their skill guys were but Zach Wilson has a Garrett uh yeah so I think so.
0: Jamarcus Russell I uh, know he didn't have trouble Bar- he
1: didn't Bar- have yeah. Randy Moss no, no he, was- he wasn't he
0: wasn't there for Randy no
1: so yeah but but still that yeah. would be hilarious um, though Jamarcus to Randy <laughs>
0: uh yeah no zach wilson is almost as bad if not as bad as jamarcus russell who is the biggest bust in nfl history we will
1: leave that up for you guys to decide uh but
0: (laughs) yeah so i was at this game um i can now say i've been to a historic game in nfl history uh the um let's just say you'll never forget that one i will never forget neither will my bank account uh Worst loss at home. Were you insinuating uh, that
1: last comment on your bank account? Were you boozing in there? Depressed? No, the, the ticket
0: just the t- oh, I, I was driving, there. but uh, <laughs> the tickets cost a pretty penny for for NFL, even for nosebleeds. And I was in the nosebleeds.
1: Um, oh yeah, Vikings tickets on a college cool. budget I mean, your stadium's also nice,
0: it is nice. So, um, so. but just I was there for the worst home loss in 50 years. It was the exact, biggest exact loss point wise in 50 years. Jesus, that is. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would sit here and mope around, but like, at, at some point, like, it's such a bad loss. And we're, we're eight and two. Like, boo hoo. I'm eight and two. Like, what? Like, I'm not going to sit here and whine about it. I'm eight and two. We still have a great rest of the season. Like, we can finish it up and still be fine. The Eagles look like dog shit. So, I'm not necessarily concerned. Shouldn't have won versus the Colts and Nick Sirianni celebrating when they beat the Colts by one point. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I-, I saw
1: a hilarious meme of uh, you know, the TikTok meme where it's like, uh, it's the aloe black girl,
0: you could tell everybody, yeah. it's, 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 it's his Eagles celebrating. On- my god, um, after beating a look, the, the only thing that I'm going to say is it's gonna very bad. difficult to win a game when your run defense is basically paper. You're letting you're having holes. It's Swiss cheese. There's holes every everywhere. They're going straight up the middle, and it's like it's one. It's like it's hard to do that. It's also hard when your offensive line you're down two starters at at a point in this game. You're down Dariusaw, um, uh, within the How first early quarter.
1: did he get out
0: like first quarter.
1: Yeah, so and that was the problem. Sweet. And and also <laughs>
0: like they they were trying to have Darius block Micah Parsons for like 8 seconds. Like that's never going to work. Nobody's going to be able to block Micah Parsons for 8 seconds.
1: I don't I I honestly am, am not sure how many tackles and,
0: can block anyone for 8 seconds. And it's, here here's the here's so the thing. Long. Here here's the thing. Like I like that's all bad. Like Kirk Cousins was getting pressured on 63% of his dropbacks.
1: Oh yeah, for I saw that
0: number. For reference, when uh Patrick Mahomes was playing mm-hmm. the Super Bowl versus the Bucks, that game where he's getting hit left yeah. and right, that was 37%. Kirk Cousins was getting getting pressured on almost double that. Yeah. That's how how hard that, that they were playing. And <laughs> I like the only thing that I'm going to say is, like, we played the Patriots Thursday. It's a Thursday night game, so Jesus Christ. quick turnaround. But honestly, that might be
1: the best thing. Kirk for Cousins, Bears.
0: please, God, do not shit the bed on primetime. Just please, uh, for once. <laughs> oh, but yikes. now yeah, pri- what
1: now from. you're scared of primetime.
0: Now it's back. Third but but week. we haven't seen Kirko chains on primetime yet. So <laughs> we'll we'll see. Uh, Lil' Kirko. But but here's here's I'm the deal. I'm not
1: sure if Lil' Kirko's destined for success without his left tackle.
0: Didn't Matthews, didn't you know, um the K-
1: didn't KOC say that they're not playing? He's out next NFL week.
0: Football? Yes, he's they're okay. holding him out next week. Um, but the only thing that I'm going to say about this game, any Cowboys fans out there that are saying that Trayvon Diggs locked down Justin Jefferson, shut the fuck up. I was at the game.
1: Were the, were people saying that? Yeah, honestly, they're like there.
0: they're like they're like Trayvon Diggs is Justin Jefferson's dad. Like so is Darius Slay. I I was at the game. I watched the only thing that I was able to do that to enjoy myself was watch Justin Jefferson work. That's the only thing I could do to have fun. Just literally not 95% performance on the field on 95% of his snaps. Trayvon Diggs' ankles got snapped, not broken, not executed, snapped in half by Justin Jefferson on. If you look through all the film, and I'm telling you, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're about to argue with me. Go look through the film, cut Justin the tape, Jefferson. Take, cut the tape, Joe. Justin Jefferson. And I will, cut if you're tape. gonna still argue, I will go and do it. <laughs> I, I like, I'm going to. It's fraudulent. Like Justin Jefferson, wide open over the middle. Like the biggest problem was the fact that Kirk Cousins didn't have pocket time. If he had time, then he's he would like. Not to mention, don't forget that on the very first drive, Justin Jefferson. Trayvon Diggs has his arm inside of Justin Jefferson's pads, holding him back on a fade. Yeah, that, that, was, be- that
1: was a little P.I. That was P.I. And I so just want to say you, that... You couldn't hear about the... um, Romo. Yeah, Romo was calling your guy. guys' game, and he was saying, and eh, Diggs got away with a little tug there. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just... One, the refs always suck for us. Like, home or away is always the same. But... Anybody, the specific point for this game, we're going to bounce back, we're going to be good, but if anybody thinks that Trayvon Diggs didn't get his ass worked last week, just because Justin Jefferson only had 33 receiving yards doesn't mean that he, like, didn't beat the shit out of the corner. He had, like, three targets, 33 receiving yards, three targets on what people consider is one of the best corners in the NFL. Shut the fuck up.
1: Like, he wasn't yeah, getting I mean, targets because he I mean, wasn't just, open. Like, he your your was yards, because shit, like,
0: it just can't. He wasn't getting targets because Kirk Cousins got sacked seven times that game with a 63% pressure rate. It's pretty hard to get the ball to anybody at that point.
1: No, yeah, tough, tough, tough performance. Definitely with the O-line. Hopefully you that, guys get that shit turned out. That's my one for, thing.
0: That's that's, that's my, things my things. one rant. That's um, my one rant. All right, I, I, I
1: have some more like fun. I, I, I have one quick little fun fact for you. Uh, and then uh, not so fun fact for you. but okay, here's the fun fact. And I saw you even post this. I saw the Vikings tech guy got trolled uh into yes. uploading the the goat that the, the every man um the, the doctor astronaut physician plumber plumber musician teacher doctor surgeon whatever uh the goat johnny sins on the jumbo tron. so part of me like yeah like part of me thinks like probably got trolled into doing that but another part of me thinks the guy just knew who that was and was like, oh, 100% putting this up. Well, So here's what happens, viral.
0: by the way, by the way, um, I just, I'm going to take credit. I was literally the first person t- to realize that it was on my story before it'd been anywhere. I on saw Twitter. it on
1: your story and I was like, oh my God, that's fucking great.
0: It was on my story before it was anywhere on Twitter. So Waterboy analytics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's the but shit
1: you get at this podcast. The thing so. is, like,
0: it filters it by the hashtag. So, like, you, like, they don't do anything. And they didn't realize it. Like, my friends and I were sitting there, and we were just waiting for it to come around every time. <laughs> like, because yeah. we knew it was about to come. We knew after what picture it was. So, if we you see, really, like, the hashtag skull they, like, or whatever. It, like, they, like, filter it because they put up all, like, the yeah. pictures. So, like, it wasn't until, like, five minutes before kickoff where we're like, oh. And then, like, it just <laughs> disappeared. We were like, all right, they figured it out. I mean, that's great,
1: though. I, I, I'm I kind of hoping that the tech guy knows that shit and did it as a joke. But, um, Ever, I have a not-so-fun fact for you, but it's also a not-very-fun fact for me.
0: Negative um, two-point differential?
1: So Vikings have the lowest point differential of any 8-2 team since the 1970 merger, uh, and they are also the only 8-2 team in that stretch of time to have a negative point differential in that stretch. But to make you feel better the second lowest point differential of all time are the chargers in 1987 with like a plus four point differential so look I, I mean, i'm also, also getting clowned
0: with that stuff what though. i'm gonna say is like yeah like that's point differentials like negative two but also like if your your record is is the way it is because of such close games right like no, 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 no.
1: i i just want to say like people are gonna, are gonna be calling you frauds now you have the chance. I mean, to that was,
0: that was, that wasn't surprised. I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to be surprised by that though. either way. And they, they will respond. We'll come back on Thursday and we'll beat the shit out of Bill. But I mean, is like in Minnesota too, right? Yes. It's in Minnesota. The the thing is, is like, it's one score games is why the record is eight and two right now. And you were bound. If they lost a game by two scores, they would have a negative differential. Like they'd be approaching that, and obviously they lost forty to three. So that that's the big point. But like, if you lose any game by that margin, you're bound to like all yeah, of it's your it's points. It's gonna sway the numbers. It's gonna uh, sway the a numbers one hundred percent. Yeah, So it's not representative of how the actual season has been.
1: Okay. Uh, all right, time for uh,
0: and we'll we'll wrap with it. this. We'll wrap with this.
1: So, I mean, I'm a lifelong, I'm a lifelong fan, of course, but wow 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 i thought i've seen it all i thought last year against the raiders was it all but my god it does not get more chargers than this and okay before i get into the last portion of the game the first thing i want to say is that the way the refs were calling this game specifically was so in favor of the chargers okay we were literally fucking mauling their receivers on every single pass. Like, literally bear-hugging, grabbing shirt, DPI every single play, okay? Nothing was getting called, okay? Like, that's how we win these games, all right? Like, that's how we have a chance against Mahomes if the ticky-tack bullshit isn't getting called. So on the last drive, a lot of Chargers fans were bitching on the PI call, but it's just like, I expected that shit to happen on the last drive for my, like I'm not very mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. Like I knew that was going to get called on the last drive. Like that was going to get called. What I'm mad about is how the fucking team plays like a bunch of fucking pussies. Every single time we have a fucking lead two weeks in a row that we go against teams were on paper way fucking better than us niners and chiefs we have a halftime lead and then second half we just curl up into a little fucking snail shell and just stop playing offense
0: it's now two weeks in a row i, I, I think that's more on coaching than anything by the it way it is no no, no it, also it's i just i just thing. i do also want to note um you did see that i tweeted out before the game started tonight that i switched my pick i did see that in fact i did okay just want to be honest that.
1: though I kind of thought we weren't allowed to do that.
0: The but only reason now that I,
1: I know that
0: this let's is my say. I'm updating picks now when I actually have. This time was to my think about my one. Before. No, this was the only. No,
1: reason no, no, no. Let oh, me, let me just, finish. Let we finish. did something out at me randomly. Like oh, I the only pick,
0: reason. The only reason the pick. No, changed, now it's fair game. The only reason the pick. At least changed.
1: for every primetime game, it's fair. No, game. No, the only reason the pick, pick changes That's a minimum. Injury. Kyler Murray
0: was out of the fucking game. It's a little difficult to keep. But that it was
1: known like players. four days ago. No, it was only
0: questionable. It was needed it to be confirmed.
1: Motherfucker, won't practice, won't play. If an
0: injury, an injury can can cause you to change the pick. We can make that agreement.
1: I'm just saying it was hella sudden, and i I, I would I would not change my picks. Clearly, we could see one man. Who has the worst records? Caring a lot more about this race. All I'm saying, I'm just pointing that out to you guys. But okay. Uh, last thing I had on the Chargers, yeah,
0: the, the Chargers that the the just just the weakness that kind of shit when you have the lead, that's on coaching.
1: Yeah, poor coaching. Uh, I didn't. I I've, I've kind of been protecting Joe Lombardi. Like, okay, we don't have Keenan. We don't have Mike. Like, we're missing our tackles. Like, we got shorn up. But no, last like for that last game, dog, you ain't get no fucking excuse in my book anymore. It, it's just like we we were fucking running the ball well all game, running the ball really well when we were doing play action, making them bite, fucking just keeping them on their heels, and then second half just uber predictive, uber predictable. Last week against the Niners, Fred Warner in his post game said, "Yeah, it was kind of really nice in the second half how we we kind of just got a feel for what they were calling." Uh, and we kind of just, just knew what to expect up there. That's not a great sign to hear. No. That's not a great no. sign to hear, Chargers fans. And so, yeah, was not a great look. The last thing I just wanted to say is it's so fucking painful to watch. Justin Herbert, in my opinion, over the last two weeks, he's fully healthy now. Like they They ran a quarterback sneak with him last week and this week. First time he's done that since week one all year, or first times he's done that. He's moving around the pocket. He's sticking in there a little longer. He's more willing to take hits. He's uh, extending plays, like risking down, uh, downfield throws, taking shots. I just think he's more healthy now, and it's more of literally this Avatar, the last airbender type throws I'm seeing out of him ever. Like, that first throw in the opening drive uh, to Palmer was literally Avatar, the last airbender. Just a moonbender dot, just right <laughs> on the money. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is this offense? Like, what the hell is going on? Like, And I I swear, Herbert is just more confident in himself now to stick in there, take a hit. I think he just, in my opinion, he's just more confident in his body to take hits. And I think that's just helping the playbook open up a little. But it's like, with Keenan back last week, I mean, the, like we, I mean, he, he had 94, 94 uh, yards, five catches on, on a snap count, but it's just like, God damn, bro. We got to be using this motherfucker on third down. It's like, yeah, I, I think,
0: you? I think, I think we'll see, we'll see how they utilize. Obviously, Keenan's first game back off injury basically for the yeah, whole season. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as the season goes on, they'll the probably. The worst
1: part though was Mike Williams re hurting his ankle. The-
0: yeah. But that I, look, it, it, is, it <laughs> is do or die time now. The Chargers need to pick this shit up if they want a chance to make the playoffs. And we'll yeah, see. That, we'll that see was if... our
1: chance of maybe maybe getting a bullshit back in the division race. But now it's, no, the, it's all wild it's card.
0: Over. It's all yep, wild yep, card. So it's do or die time now. But with that, thank you guys so much for watching. Wait,
1: actually, real quick, quick question for you. So now that you're bringing up standings, I just want to pull it up real quick, the NFC. So you guys are eight and two. The next closest team is technically the Lions at four and six. So four-game lead for, yeah, for the division. For the division, I'm saying like that shit's pretty much wrapped already. At this point, and we kind of knew this last week. You're you're playing for that number one seed, like that's gonna yes. be the goal right now. But we also went over how bye weeks are bad. So with all that in mind, Everett, how mad are you
0: about? Don't want this last. do want the one seed.
1: Still want the one. Okay. Okay. I, I'm proud of you for changing the opinion on bye weeks. I, however, after what I just saw happen, baseball, my. Fuck after a bye what, week,
0: I, I mean, in baseball, I agree with that. But after what I just watched in person happen to my team because they weren't healthy, having a bye week to rest, get your players more healthy, I think that that's going to be way more important for in, in football than anything. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> but with that, thank you guys so much for watching, <laughs> listening. Oh yeah, Great. and also
1: uh, the the Niners shit on the Cardinals, uh, thirty eight to ten.
0: All right. Yeah, rate us five stars. Uh, listen to us on uh, on airplanes. Uh, play us through your house speakers while you're home for the holidays. Uh, listen to us on Thanksgiving. You could do it when you're toasting people. You can do it for for your pre-meal prayer. Toasting people like toasting, like you're toast- toasting. Oh, oh,
1: oh! Yeah. I uh, okay. I when you were you saying thought, so, like I, you're I, burning I, people, I just thought like, of, <laughs> you know, literally toasting. you had me think. I was like, uh, sorry, my bad, my bad,
0: my bad. Anyways, wait to raise five stars. Give us a like. Follow us on at what? pod on twitter youtube tiktok everything we're blowing up uh tell your friends oh my god
1: next episode has to be at least some type of special thanksgiving episode oh yes some type because that literally will be going up on thanksgiving
0: yeah thank you guys so much for listening watching
1: thanksgiving podcast fucking lucky
0: waterboys out